Hi, welcome to Colonial Williamsburg, past and present on history.org. This is behind the scenes, where you meet the people who work here. That's my job. I'm Lloyd Dobbins, and mostly I ask questions. With every perspective as pretty as the next, it's hard not to take a good picture in the historic area. Here with me today is Colonial Williamsburg photographer Dave Duty, a man who knows that getting a great shot is trickier than you'd think. Is it hard or easy or what? It's 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 all of the above. Uh, <laughs> we have we have our own uh, we have our own uh, things that we have to take into consideration here. For most of the shots, we're trying to tell a story uh, and and set a set a scene in in the in the, in the specific time period. So that means you have to make sure you have certain things in and certain things out, and uh, that leads to some. Uh, unusual challenges, uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so uh, it's it's as it, as with any photograph, it's it's setting setting the frame and making sure you have the right things inside the frame and the scene that's going on beyond that is an entirely different world. Uh, what do you have to keep out? Any anything that might be considered an intrusion or inappropriate to the period, if if that's the kind of photograph we're taking at the time, because uh, we we tell both modern and and uh, 18th century uh, stories, but uh, for the 18th century stories, we need to keep all all of the intrusions, and they can be as small as something that someone one of our models is wearing. So we have to keep a keep a close eye on on the folks and make sure that nobody's forgotten to take off their modern glasses or their you know, have the appropriate wrist shoes, wristwatches, you name it, <laughs> or the uh, Bluetooth uh, headphone. Or, it can be anything. Um, and uh, you have, the more models you have, the more more places there are to look for mm -hmm. those things. Um, have you gotten just? Have you gotten to the point where you've been doing this for so long that you just automatically see what's wrong? Uh, no, I mean, I, I automatically see a lot of stuff, but there's, there's often so many things going on that you need multiple eyes on, on the scene to, to spot everything because sometimes we'll just have one model in a scene, uh, but sometimes we'll have a couple dozen models in a scene. And, uh, uh, as a photographer, the main thing is the overall scene and, uh, it helps to have other eyes on it. Watching, watching for the various details because there's uh, some things can be so complex. Uh, for instance, a, a scene in the uh, House of Burgesses with uh, a couple of dozen uh, Burgesses all interacting across a large space. So there's a lot to keep an eye on. Do you have a uh, sort of what you would call your favorite shot? The one that. Uh, Probably comes to mind, although I, I guess it depends on the kind you're talking about, uh, is one we refer to as the walking woman, uh, which is a kind of an impressionistic shot that I took uh, about 15 years ago in the historic area. And it wasn't a setup shot. It was something that uh, just happened while I was on the street and it led to become one of my more successful artsy type of shots. How long have you been here? Since 1987, so uh, it's been uh, a little over 20 years. Yeah. Uh, you have taken, Lord knows how many shots in the historic. <laughs> I have no <laughs> idea. <Yeah. laughs> it's surprising 
but it's constantly different. We're constantly doing different things. It, uh, I suppose a lot of folks might think I just spend, spend my day wandering around the historic area taking pretty pictures all day long. Uh, uh, that's not really the case. Uh, most of our work is uh, to fill a specific need uh, uh, and we're always telling different stories. Uh, for instance, for the journal, we're illustrating specific uh, specific stories that need uh, images to tell that that exact story, or we're working on an electronic field trip, or any number of different kinds of media projects. But we do also go out early in the morning and take pretty pictures, just have calendar type shots. But mm -hmm. that kind of thing is the smallest. Part of it. You also are the chief photographer for Colonial Williamsburg, the uh, the journal that you mentioned, mm -hmm. and there you've got uh, articles have been written and you have to illustrate them. Mm -hmm. uh, so not only do you have to get the shot, you have to figure out what shot to get that would illustrate this article. Mm -hmm. uh, that I imagine could be kind of difficult. Well, that's a that's a team effort there. Um, usually with, with something of that sort, uh, we have a editorial meeting where everybody gets together and uh, we go through the, the list of stories that are going to be up for the next few issues. And we'll go through the stories with the editor and uh, uh, sometimes the writer and uh, a number of different folks that help put the shots together. We have, uh, we have folks that put together costuming for the shot. Uh, we have uh, people who help art direct it and help coach the the uh, the models and actors uh, that are in the shot and help arrange for all of the stuff that has to come together because we you name it we've had all kinds of odd things that have to come together to be in that shot so there's a tremendous amount of work that goes together behind the scenes to find the props, to find the people, to find the places, to, to find the stuff that fits what might be a very, a little bit odd period of time that we're working on. We might be doing something that's 30 or 40 years outside of our primary, our primary uh, area of focus in the historic area, which leads to costuming uh, challenges and any number of things. And then the editor of the magazine, of course, has the uh, final say on on how the photograph is is uh, is constructed for for his particular need. So, do you have a a sort of ready file of somebody says uh, we need a, a maid milking a cow and you say shot one in ninety two? <laughs> yeah, we we have a uh, we have a large digital archive that uh, contains. Uh, Somewhere in the neighborhood of a hundred thousand images of all various sorts, but that's not everything we've got. We're constantly adding to it from both the newest and also the oldest uh, images in the foundation. Um, but we should be able to go to something fairly common like that um, mm -hmm. and, and and find that in in what we would call it stock. That would be a stock image, uh, and quite often that'll fit the need. And other times we have to do something that's custom, custom made for uh, the specific use. Because every photographer I've ever known has a time of day when he or she likes to shoot. What's your time of day? Uh, 
early in the morning typically or very late in the day. It's the first first couple hours and the last couple hours are the time to shoot as far as I'm concerned. Uh, uh, the rest of the time, it's uh, time to do other things. <laughs> uh, Why? The light, the quality of the light um, is um, in, it's incredibly different for the first first and last couple hours of the day, um, and of course, uh, time of year and other atmospheric conditions make a big difference. Um, but that's not to say that's the only time we shoot, because sometimes when the only time you can shoot it is 11 o'clock in the morning, well, you got to figure out how to do it then. But given my preferences, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would love to be doing it at 7 o'clock in the morning. If all all the things that I need, the people or the availability of the location or whatever is only at a specific time, then uh, we figure out a way to overcome that. Uh, often we'll, we'll come in and we'll, uh, we'll do different lighting on the scene, for instance, that, uh, that just to accommodate the time of day, we'll bring in, even if it's an exterior shot, we'll bring in lighting and do that so that it will look right for the photograph rather than uh, just just look like an amateur snapshot. Yeah. Do you prefer film or digital, or do you care? Um, I prefer digital. Uh, the flexibility is, is just incredible. I've, I've been in, in the photography business since I was 16, and uh, so I've seen a, a long long spectrum of, of, of the business and uh, what we can do now with digital uh, working in, in Photoshop is like magic. You couldn't conceive of being able to do some of these things. So, of course, it's like any other tool. You have to, you have to know how to, how to work with it. You said you, you, your favorite picture, in a way, was a woman walking and mm -hmm. because it, it just everything turned out right. Mm -hmm. Can you, with Photoshop, make everything turn out right, even if it didn't originally? In some respects, you can. Uh, it, you can certainly fix a lot of things that you wouldn't have previously been able to or uh, you couldn't have without spending a ton of money. Uh, uh, one great advantage of the digital workflow is that uh, you can shoot much faster, you can spend less time in the field, which can be important to us here because uh, we're often under time constraints to, okay, you can be here for an hour from, say, 7 until 8 o'clock, but then you've got to disappear. So mm -hmm. that means it's got to be done, and things that would have delayed us uh, substantially in the film world uh, uh, we can now just move move on and deal with it later in uh, Photoshop, for instance, editing out the person that we couldn't get out of the background or the car that was parked and is easily <laughs> removed but uh, would have taken us another hour to get, get rid of the car or yeah, things of yeah. that sort. I, I can see how that would be a benefit uh, simply by you know being able to erase things Absolutely. that you don't want. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And it's... The cost is, is negligible now, whereas it used to be you could send things off to a high-end retoucher in New York City and spend uh, $1,000 to have something that now I can, I can fix in 60 seconds. Another great advantage is 
you don't have to carry all these different types of film to be ready mm -hmm. for whatever the uh, occasion might call for. You can just change the settings in your digital camera and you essentially are, it's the equivalent of working with a different type of film rather than having to carry a, a cooler full of film and make sure that you have plenty of it. Have you ever gone out on a job and when you got finished with it, just didn't do what you wanted to do? Oh, quite often there's there's one aspect or another of a, a shoot that I'm not happy with uh, and the feeling that, yeah, one way or another this could have been done better um, and try to figure out how to, how to, if that occasion comes up again where a similar thing happens, that you can do it better the next time around, whether it's lighting or something technical or some way of dealing with the models or there are just so many components to it that there's always something that you know you feel that yeah you could do do better or differently that's colonial williamsburg past and present this time let us know how you like this week's show leave your feedback at www.history.org podcasts check back often we'll post more for you to download and hear <laughs>